0: Welcome to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and I thank you so much for joining us on the program. I cannot I can't thank you enough for taking time out of a busy day, even though you might be doing other things while you're listening to this program by the same token, to listen to what we have to share with you on the program today. We do have a returning guest, and we'll tell you about him in just a moment. But we want to remind you that these programs, as you already know, are here on Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Monday mornings at 1 a.m. streaming live at those times at RichardDugan.com. The podcasts are on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Player FM, Blueberry, and many other locations that folks are reposting our programs to. And you heard me take a big breath before I went through that list because, well, I needed a big breath to go through that big list. We also encourage you to go to our guest's website. We'll give that to you shortly so that you can find out more about our guest, the work that they are doing. Maybe you can get involved and continue your transformational process. We also ask that if you uh, feel led to do so and uh, it resonates with you, we'd love to have your financial support. We do have PayPal and Patreon accounts available for your security as well as ours and we thank you for whatever contribution you can give and we also take energetic support as well. Good energy out there. I also want to remind you that this is 2020, the year of perfect vision, where we want you to spend some time going within, spend some time with yourself. You know, it's been said that, uh, you know, it's kind of a scary thing to do because, well, we don't spend a lot of time there. We don't really know who we really are, and that's really important uh, in this day and age. But in any day and age, to know who we are, why we're here, and what our life's purpose is. And when you get in touch with the real you, I mean the authentic you, and you'll know when you do, uh, you will be able to tap into, if you haven't found it already, your life's purpose. So we hope that you will do that here during 2020, the year of perfect vision. Today's program is sort of a continuation of our conversation. However, it's focusing on the real exorcist. Are you serious? No, this is not a film from back in the 70s. This is a, nine, a 2020 film, um, and it is uh, going to be discussed here on the program with my special guest, who is returning, Yoishi Utabe. and it's the, he is from the Happy Science Media Division, uh, the producer VP at HS or Happy Science Productions, and I want to thank you so much uh, Yoishi for joining us again here on the program hey,
1: Thank you Richard for uh, having me back again Appreciate first, it very much.
0: first of all how long have you been um, how long has it been since you ad- I'm going to put it this way adopted yep. the philosophy mm-hmm. of happy science
1: Well I met happy science teaching when, in 1987 so it's almost been over 30 years I guess wow. Uh When I was, I just graduated from high school, I was living in New York at that time. And my friend gave me a book called The Laws of the Sun by Riho Okawa. It just came out in Japan. And actually, Happy Science started in 1986. So it was like a year after when uh, Riho Okawa actually established Happy Science. And I was the lucky one to get the book. So I got the book and I read it. And you know that feeling like, like, I read it somewhere before in my life, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Was studying. Little by little, not like, you know, like always studying, but I had to go away for, for like 10 years, maybe being honest. I was in the IT business, fully 100% into my business world and things like that. So I was away from his teaching for a while, but eventually when you grow a little older, you want to come back to things like this. So I kind of came back. So...
0: And it just when you first started reading it, as you said, it Mm -hmm. seemed like something you had read before. So it it really resonated with you. Uh, What were you raised in? What philosophy were you raised in?
1: I was a Christian. My parents were Protestant. For Japanese, it's kind of unusual. Maybe 5% of the population is Christian in Japan. But my parents both were very, very uh, sincere, you know, deep faith Christian people. So I was. Ra- I I used to go to church every Sunday, and yeah. So I was I was always raised in that kind of environment.
0: And do you feel mm-hmm. that happy science is complementary or contradictory to Christianity?
1: I would say complementary. Yeah, yeah. It's not contradictory at all. It's complementary mm-hmm. um, because. Uh, well our basic 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 teaching of happy science is love love that gives the love that you give out, not to take from others right that's again it's like a basic fundamental teaching of Jesus Christ uh, and everybody a Christian would would follow the, the very, very important aspect of, of our life is to give love, not to take you know? and that is really, really the first first basic. In yeah. uh, you know, teaching of happy science, you know, I've been studying, so I would say it's uh, complementary. Only big difference is that uh, we believe also there's a lot of Buddhist kind of teaching, you know, uh, aspect of teaching in happy science. So we believe we are the light. You know, we were born as a as a part of a Buddha, a part of God. So so we are actually part of the light itself, positive energy. Mm-hmm. So we don't have any sins you know, when we were born. So that might be the big, big difference between the way, the basic thinking of Christianity and the Buddhist way of thinking. So that's a little bit of difference. But it's just a different. It's not. It doesn't contradict. It's just a different way of approaching. Right. You know like it. Yeah.
0: And would you say that uh, happy science is more metaphysical or beyond the physical? Uh, because that is sort of the way that I categorize the various philosophies around the world, and the three major ones, of course, Christianity, Judaism, yep. and uh, and uh, uh, Islam. Uh, and though I know I know very little about the Islamic faith, uh, yeah. they seem to come across as being more metaphysical. That they're not really, yes, they've got rules and this and that and the other thing over uh, the physical world. You know, the Ten Commandments in in terms of Christianity yeah. and Judaism. But the general teaching has more to do with our spiritual life and yeah. the life beyond this one, which would, sure. which is more again sure. beyond the physical. Mm-hmm. How would you categorize mm-hmm. uh, happy okay.
1: science:' that's a, you know that's a very very good question it's, that's kind of a very important question as well uh, we, uh, the basic again the basic idea of happy science is like you know, we seek happiness. I mean, we science happiness. That's why it's called happy science, right? Mm-hmm. Science. Happiness. But the most important thing about science and happiness is that happiness has to penetrate through this world to the other world. You know what I mean? So if you are happy internally, that is that's the most important thing. If you're not happy inside, really from deep inside, you know, that exactly what you were saying when you open up the the radio I was listening to was saying, or you know, "Look inside yourself." I know not many, not many people do that, but how important it is to look inside and true, find the true, true light, the you know, true love within yourself, because that's the energy of your, your true self. That is so true, and it's important you need to keep seeking that energy. But since we are living on this three-dimensional world, right? I mean, we believe in reincarnation, so we can back come down to heaven to this Earth. So there's a reason for that. Uh, it's not to, uh, to abandon everything and just go, you know, go into the mountains or go into the, you know, uh, away from the society and just be yourself. You want to do that, you can. But since we are living in this modern age with many, many people and so many technology, I think it's very important also to find the happiness that is more physical as well. So metaphysical happiness has to come first, but within that medical, metaphysical happiness, you have to you know, come over that and bring happiness to yourself, this world, and also to the people around you living in the same age here. And that's the meaning why we are here instead of being up there. So we believe both sides very important. But again, the first thing comes from within, because if you're not happy inside, even how great it looks outside of yourself, around yourself, has no meaning to it, right? The happiness doesn't really exist without inner happiness.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's interesting. You, you make me think about uh, looking outside and <clears throat> if it's a day that's uh, clear blue skies, sun is shining, mm-hmm. temperature's cool, yeah. the green leaves are flickering and all of this stuff, the flowers <laughs> are blooming and it's just yep. a wonderful day, maybe even a light breeze, some would say, yeah. oh, man, that's fantastic. Well, uh-huh. I would still say that's fantastic. But for me, I would prefer a cloudy day, even a day when the marine layer rolls into Santa Barbara. It's uh-huh. cool. There's a light breeze blowing, maybe even a little mist coming down. Mm-hmm. I love that. So for me, that, is, that mm-hmm. is the ultimate in one sense. But you touched mm-hmm. upon something that's interesting about this. But I want to touch upon something first, and that is it's the happy... Science. So, are we talking about traditional science or is this a new, shall we say, just like we had physics and now we have quantum physics, okay? Which is kind of a new thing. Yeah, yeah. Would you say that the science Hmm. behind the happy science is Hmm. the equivalent, the equivalency of physics to quantum Hmm. physics, in the mm-hmm. comparison realm. Right.
1: Well, I would say it's beyond quantum physics. It's the next stage of quantum physics. Okay. Because quantum physics will talk about things that you cannot see and touch and think, you know, all this energy, the field, things like that. How our mind and our energy would affect the things around us and you know, all these kind of things like that. But it doesn't really touch base on what happens after we die or the spiritual side of the truth. So... It's really beyond that because our, all our perspective is from looking from above. You know, how does it look from above, and who we are kind of approach. So, I would say it's a little bit. It's more advanced. I don't. I don't know if the word advanced is, is is a good way to put it. But yeah, I think it's beyond what I'm studying. I've been studying is beyond. Physics. I've never studied physics. physics, so I'm not sure, you know, I, if I did, I would be able to speak to you even more in detail, but this is just a general topic. But
0: uh. Oh, sure, sure. Mm. And this is one of the things that I got into conversation with one of my guests about,
1: and uh-huh. that is
0: that we, in order for us to progress as a species, we have to move beyond... Um, the traditional ways of thinking. We have to shift our awareness and our attention, if you will, our consciousness even, away from what we have always known as the physical. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that seems to me that that's kind of what you're talking about. Uh, Mm -hmm. That, yes, there is a certain aspect, no question, about living in this world and the science that we're using currently, but here's the other aspect. And this sort of starts to tie into this movie, the real exorcist. There is another realm dimension, whatever you want to call it. uh, Another level that is unseen, at least by the naked human eye in that spectrum that we, that we see in and that the current science that we are using can't be used to detect, to measure, to observe this new realm. A- am I on track there? Yeah, I think
1: so. Yeah, I think uh, the science of the future will be able to detect. It's like, I'm sure uh, when uh, Edison created the who whoever even thought about be able to speak to a person with a line, right? I mean, that is, we used to do this with, with, with the, the, the what do you call it? The, the cup the and spring. the string, yes. Right, right. But now, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, you know, it was invention to the line. We were able to talk to each other. What's what's happening today? Look at today. What are we doing? We're speaking to each other without even using a line. We can yeah. see each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, that is, it's crazy if you really, really think about it 100 years ago or 200 years ago, it will never happen. It was a like future, future, future thing, right? But now it's so common. So I, we believe in you know, more science as science pro- progress, uh, we will be able to have a phone line that we will be able to speak with the people from heaven. In other words, you, you know what I mean? So yes. those are the devices that's probably gonna be invented in next 50 years, 100 years, 10 years, hey, we never know, but in the future. But before we invent that, that that the tool or the form that we'll be able to speak to people, you know, like, hi, grandma, how's up there? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That form, we'll have to have the, the understanding and, and the belief in that those things doesn't really exist without knowing that who, who's going to be able to invent it. You know, most a lot of scientists uh, uh, probably deny what I'm talking about, but If you deny it, that will never happen. So if you really accept it and and endeavor and research into this kind of field, I think there'll be a very, very smart uh, genius person who will be able to invent something like this in the future.
0: And yet at the same time, don't you think it's possible that the human being already has the technology, okay, to do that, but we don't know where that technology exists within us. And of course, it's biological, mm-hmm. yeah. biochemical, uh, that, sure. uh, because there are people now who claim to be able to communicate yes. with right. those who have gone on.
1: Yes. So there are a few, you know, I don't know We you put it as special people, but the people with this, this, you want to use a gifted ability or special ability, sometimes they're born with it. Like mm-hmm. Masari Hooka, I can you know speak with any spirits around the world right? and there 's a lot of mediums who will be able to speak to the spirits and also um, you know do all the predictions like Jean Dixon used to predict so many different things, and she actually predicted two thousand and twenty as well as you know and Edgar Casey used to be able to. Do you know put the people inside and they, uh, while he was sleeping and give all the medicines and things like that? So these things been common for hundred and years. And if you research the books, there's like tons of books people who can do that. So I mean, if this, it was a lie, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of difficult to prove it because you know because something you cannot see. But it's already been, it's already been proven these things exist and it's only given to the special ability people because humans are not ready yet for every normal human beings to have the ability we can going go crazy if we do that so you know having some kind of scientific device might help you know for some somebody and normal people like ourselves
0: exactly yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. there there is some real truth there and and by the same token if we mm-hmm. were to take our smartphones Mm-hmm. And we were able to time, tra- time travel. And we you know what? We wouldn't have to go back that far. We could go back maybe 60, 70 years. Yeah. Right? It would freak people out. Yeah. Now, definitely. the reason I say going back to maybe the 40s or 50s is uh-huh. because in the 60s, we had a television series called Star Trek, and they had <laughs> rather large ones, but they right. were that type of device. And it's yeah. like science fiction sometimes tends to predict uh, yeah. fact, but yeah. it just depends on how long, you know, we just don't know how long it's going to That's
1: take. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Science fiction and all those movies like that, uh, whoever is creating the script, writing the script, they are getting inspiration, you know, from from heavenly words. So all the inspiration they're getting is a lot of things that true, like Star Wars, probably is true. It's probably happening somewhere in, in the universe right now. And uh, you know, George Lucas is is really inspirational person. He probably like, he probably doesn't even know himself. He's not you know actually communicating with somebody, but I'm sure he's getting all this inspiration. Um, He's, he sees, I, I heard, I read somewhere. he sees it, he watches it in a dream or something, he wakes up and he's, he just saw everything, he just writes it down. He wow. It out of paper or something like that. You know, so there's a lot of things that pe- people have different abilities sometimes that it's beyond our understanding, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think, and that's just, what's interesting about that, what you've just said, mm-hmm. is that... <clears throat> um, I talk a lot on this program when we get into uh, the, con- t- the the discussion of spirituality and our connection mm-hmm. to one another as well as to those who have gone on there 's yep. a character in the series that Roddenberry uh, created called Star Trek Next generation and mm-hmm. there 's a character in there in that series that epitomizes in my opinion mm-hmm. The connectedness that we have. And that character, I don't know if you're familiar with it or not, is the Borg. And the Borg is made up of uh, members of species from all across the galaxy. And they're all outfitted with all of the hardware that you see them wearing that allows them to uh, basically have the strength and the eyesight. Basically, the five senses have just been... Mm-hmm. Heightened. Yeah. But, but they get information from a central location, from a source. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, this is, this is, uh, and again, I don't know that Roddenberry ever intended mm-hmm. for, for this Borg to represent our spiritual connection. Uh, but each one of them has a different task. You have a dif- different task, Yoshi, mm. um, that, uh, allows you and you have the potentiality the capacity the ability uh to do the things that you do and i in turn have the same capacity to do the things mm-hmm. that i do but they're not the same capacity potential right. and yet what we're doing is part of the whole mm-hmm. okay and we yeah. can't see the whole but yeah you and i probably would feel uh, feel the same way about this that we 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 know internally. There's just that inner knowing that my life has meaning. I have a purpose. And I need to be about that purpose. Mm-hmm. And away we go. So that's why I'm, I'm thinking, gee, you know, maybe we don't need any external technology. Maybe it's already there. So that's mm-hmm. what's exciting to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, everything that's out here today, even
1: cars and planes and... The phone and TV was in somebody's head to begin with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh you know? yeah. So it was like already existing in somebody's, somebody's head. So it just came out. The idea just came, become a three-dimensional reality in other words. But that, that, that actual reality does exist without the three-dimensional world. It was already existing somewhere else. They just pull in and pulled it out to this dimension. That's how I look at it, you know, in different things
0: yeah well i have to say that for myself that it is an extraordinary life that we have been given and i say it that way because i i i say it that way because for years i would say because i don't know that i didn't create myself i don't know maybe i did uh you know, and and I don't know if uh, there was a a grand design and maybe like uh, the scientist Schrodinger, okay, um, there's one mind, there's only one mind and we're all tapped into it. We're all Mm -hmm. part of it, if you will. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know how you feel about that uh, Mm -hmm. in that context or, uh, you know, as far as that's concerned, but it just seems to me to make a whole lot more sense because of the way that things have been unfolding century after century after century, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So let's talk when we get back Mm -hmm. from the break about this movie. And it is, is, yes, let's get into the movie. Uh, (laughs) I think it's appropriate. Um, And let's, let's talk about it and, and, and bring it all into focus uh, so that people can understand that, hey, you know, this is this is a real thing, kids. This is a real thing, and we need to, to take a look at it. It's not something that I've delved into that much on this program, Yoishi, mm-hmm. but I know that it's important to a lot of people because yeah. Eric's having these different experiences. So we'll come back. Uh, and Good. I want to remind you you're listening to tell me your story we are talking with Yoishi Yotabi from the happy Science media divisions product. Produ- he is the media division producer a VP of happy Science productions and uh, before we move forward into our break here what is the website you want people to go to to find out more it's www. ExorcistMovie.com.
1: RealExorcistMovie.com.
0: All right, that's RealExorcistMovie.com, and we will be back in just a moment right here on Tell Me Your Story New Paradigms for a New World during 2020, the year of perfect vision. Tell me your stories. Welcome back to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World, and boy, have we got a new paradigm for you. Uh, This is going to be extraordinary from the standpoint that uh, it is um, an area that I have not on this program delved much into, but we're going to dive into it today with my special guest from Happy Science, and he is uh, uh, Yoishi Utabe, and we are talking about the movie that's right it is a movie it's a supernatural film from japanese uh uh, japan It dramatizes the effects of negative energy and eliminates the power of a positive mindset it's called the real exorcist and it follows uh, a young uh, uh, coffee shop waitress as she uh, uses her spiritual powers to help customers troubled by supernatural natural phenomenon this is rather interesting and it's this is nothing like the original exorcist from <laughs> the from the 1970s <laughs> is it this doesn't have green spewing all over the place yes. and heads spinning and all of that this is this is more down to earth is, is this based upon a true story mm-hmm.
1: Yes, I would say uh, based upon the true facts, you know, the, uh, the original story writer is Riho Okawa. He is a founder of Happy Science and he wrote the first original story. So everything that's in this movie is real from our perspective. It's real. It's something that he's been experiencing and he's putting together the story based on the real facts. But mm-hmm. it just didn't really happen, but it's based on true facts. So I would say it's based on true factual base, you know, uh, movie, okay. I
0: guess. All
1: right. Yep. Yeah.
0: And it's something that um, we have the potentiality to experience ourselves, isn't it?
1: Yes, and there's a lot of uh, again this is not like the exorcist where this green thing spits out of your head. <laughs> but it's uh there's like five or six short stories, you know, put together, like a compilation of stories. And through each story there's something everybody can learn, you know, not just this the person who with this girl has a supernatural power and how she solves it. Of course that's a very important and fun part of it, but there's deeper meaning to it, like that would applied to each one of us and there's something that we can learn uh, as 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 a person, you know, as a human being, to to you know progress better or live a better life, happier life. There's a little tips here and there that you can learn from this movie. That's why it's called the real exorcist, not the regular exorcist.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. So we're not necessarily talking about exercising mm-hmm. people who are possessed or are we mm-hmm. and, and is, is that the right word to use possessed or yes are yes okay okay yeah that's right uh, uh, mm,
1: in a way yes half yes and half no because there's different stories one story is about the girl who commits suicide and she's she become a wandering spirit she doesn't know, you know how to go back to heaven, or she still doesn't even know she's, she's already dead. And Sayu, we will go into it and talk about how important it is to you know, not to commit suicide and the importance of life and things like that. So it's not really a position, but there's other ones like the Portuguese thing where the wandering spirits actually, you know, they're stuck in the house because they've been there for like 300 years. And they, they regret, you know, leaving this, they were in a war battle scene or something. And so that's like story. A, spirits a who were wandering, um, you know, within the house. And there's another situation where it's like a poltergeist effect. And again, that was the father who passed away, didn't know he was so worried about the family. So he was trying to talk to the family, but he couldn't communicate with them. You know, it's a different aspect of stories. But uh, it's not just about position, but it is a little more than that. It's a variety of stories.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk a little bit about this whole aspect of, of the spirit world. I think that's really what we're talking about here, even in the mm-hmm. context of uh, The Real Exorcist, which is the title mm-hmm. of the movie. Realexorcistmovie.com uh, is the website, The Real com And um, HappyScience.com is that the website for people who want to find out more about The Happy Science? Oh, yes, yes. They can go to still science. They'll come. Excellent. Definitely. Excellent. So let's talk about the spirit world. Now, mm-hmm. in all of what I'd like to call the ancient wisdom teachings, uh, it talks. they talk about where we come from. Mm-hmm. They talk about where we're going to. And yep. it's usually the one. We're going, we came from the one. We're going back to the one. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so I sit here going uh, rather perplexed going, then why are we here in this world of duality? You know? Um, So setting that aside, if we were part of the one, whatever the one is, okay, Uh was, is, or will and will be, we were not in physical form. Right. Is Is that accurate? Okay. Yeah, definitely. So, I guess now we are going to sort of crisscross back and forth between the conversations about the spirit world regarding the real exorcist and the happy science philosophy. Mm-hmm. According to the happy science, why was it necessary important uh why did we feel the need uh we were part of the one we were omnipotent omniscient omnipresent etc cetera, etc cetera. why mm-hmm. did we feel the need to take on any form physical material form at all even though the science of today will tell us that none of this is real it's all energy okay and so forth so let me have you expound on all of the stuff I've laid before you yeah
1: Yeah, so I don't know at first uh, you know the one okay existed of course right and one decided, well, you know, let's share this with some some others, you know. So let there be more small ones. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Each one of us is small ones. Each one of us is, is part of God and part of Buddha, Buddha and part of energy. And we don't have to come to this earth, right? We don't need to. If you're staying up there, that's fine. Just let this just all stay up there. Everybody's happy. Everybody can talk to each other. We don't even have to uh, talk to each other. We can just telepathy and, you know, there's no worries there. It's a peaceful, heavenly world and that.
0: Mm-hmm. But,
1: you know, the one, God wants more, I think, progress here. You know, they want, he wants the little ones to progress so they can become like the one. I mean, it might take thousands and millions of years to become. Hello? Oh, Go ahead. okay? Go ahead. All right. Yeah, you know, millions of years to become similar to the one. But the one says, "Okay, let there be more little ones, and everybody come back to me." And in order to do that, I think each one of us needs to go through a lot of ups and downs and endeavours, and in order to for us to realise who we really are. So when we are up in heaven, we don't have to worry about all these things because we know what's really happening. But when we we were born as a little baby. We forget about everything, okay? We forget about where we came from and what the purpose and where we're going back to. We forget it. But within that difficult environment, say, let's say how we're gonna do it with the 60 years. Maybe now it's almost like 100 years of this short life that we've been giving. It's like a practice ground, you know, for the souls. 100 years, go ahead. See if you can find what the true meaning of love is are you gonna take love from others? Or are you gonna become the person who gives love? You look around, you know, nowadays, there's either a person who always wants somebody, something from others, this person who always willing to give out. It's kind of strange to see the different types of people, but again, it's, it's the the that's that's the excitement of this life, is whether you're gonna be able to find that one, you know one important aspect that's just one important aspect of, of, of the, 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 the characteristic of the one uh, or mm-hmm. the god right? yeah so how many characteristics can you find as a real real existence a real you and you're going to go back to the heaven and you're going to see okay so how did I do they do the 70 years of this time around how much positive thing did I give it, you know, contribute to the world, and how much negative did I do you know, it's a balanced thing? then you, you will reflect upon it and you, you grow your soul, you co- collect all, all the energy and all the experiences that you've experienced in this life, and you get ready and come back again. And that's called reincarnation, and we've been doing that for many, many years, and that's how each souls will be able to grow and progress to become closer to the ones. So, and so in the movie, The Real Exorcist, it's the same thing. Same thing happens. Uh, Sayuri, Sayuri would try to explain to, the, to everybody this is what's happening in the, the meaning of the life. That's why you should not commit suicide because even if you commit suicide, your, your existence is still going to continue on. So if you think you're so you're having a difficult time and suffering, that's why you decide to stop the life and the life here. But just by ending the life here, that doesn't mean it's going to end. It's going to continue on. So you have to be strong and you know and realize that's the reality of the life. That's kind of give a hope for the people who are mm-hmm. suffering nowadays. You know, thinking I mean thinking about you know ending your life is a serious serious issue and topic for one person,
0: right? So. Indeed. Yeah. And at the same time, if I mm-hmm. might, isn't that the choice of that soul uh, to say, look, I've had enough, uh, I don't want to do this anymore, and so forth? Mm-hmm. Or, or uh, as you've described, it sounds like there are sort of detrimental or uh, um, side effects, if you will, to doing that, right. to, leave, to leaving right. the game early, so to speak. Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm
1: yeah so of course it's everybody's choice you know we all have choices we have the freedom to choose the speech into religion we are all free to do whatever we want to do because that's the characteristic of the one right so we have the same characteristics either you want to use it for positive way or negative way they will let us do it so you know if it's a choice if you want to end the life but what the movie is telling you is like even if you end the life if you don't really understand what's happening behind the scene, after you end the life, you're going to be stuck in this, you know, you're going to become a wandering spirit and you're going to, start, you're going to be stuck between this three-dimensional and the heavenly world, because you uh, decided to end uh, your destiny early. So in order for, that's why it's important, at least to know, or, or um, even if you don't, if you're the, if the listener, if you don't you, you if you don't believe in it, that's fine. But just just remember this, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just in case, okay. <laughs> if you end your I, I'm not gonna say end your life, but sometimes you know, if you already if you're a listener, you're already in 80s and 90s, you might be ending your life in the next 10 years or so. You, you know what I mean? So you never know when uh, when our life ends. Nobody knows, right? You might get an accident tomorrow and yeah. even if you're living a happy life. So I'm not saying a negative thing. I'm not saying everybody's gonna have an accident tomorrow. I'm just saying no, no, no. that. just that in case something does happen, if you you happen to live your, your life here, just just put, put remember what I'm saying and put it in, in, inside of your, your head or your soul somewhere. Yeah, I remember that guy, That whatever the, his name was, happy science guy was telling me that. And, wow, I'm still here, even if I, you know, after I'm finished with my, my body, I'm still here. Maybe what he's saying is true. But having that understanding or not having that understanding, I think it would make such a big difference after life. Because if you don't believe in it or if you don't even know about it, you're not going to know that's what's happening. Yeah. You know, that, I'm sorry, that is so, so happy science way of talking. So people might want to reject what I'm saying, but, you know what I'm saying? Just knowing it um, doesn't
0: it doesn't hurt you, but it's just only going to help you.
1: Right. Just right.
0: In, yeah. Well, I know, I don't that, know uh, it's the
1: right approach on that. I'm, I'm not even sure what I'm saying is the
0: right approach. But <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I understand. Yes. Well, I actually yeah, had. a friend yeah, I was yeah. I was interviewing not long ago, and uh, uh-huh. she shared with me a story of uh, how she was a caregiver to this uh, 94-year-old woman, and uh, mm-hmm. one and this woman was in good health. Uh, You know, but obviously at 94, she was a little on the frail side, but still sharp as a tack, uh, Mm -hmm. experiencing life and all that it comes with it. And one day she came to my friend and she says, I'm I'm done. I mean, there's nothing Mm -hmm. else that I want to do in this life. And Mm -hmm. I want to leave. You know, she wasn't wasn't suicidal. She was making a conscious choice. Mm-hmm. To yep. and I'm going to put it in this context. She was making a conscious choice to get rid of her old car in in replacement of a new one, to get a new mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. whatever that was. Yeah, sure. sure. and uh, and my friend uh, at that time did assist in that process uh, to let mm-hmm. her make that choice to depart. Mm-hmm. Now, do you still consider that to be suicide, as opposed to those who? they reach an emotional state where they just can't handle it anymore and they don't mm-hmm. want to deal with this world anymore and they want out. Is, is, do you see a difference right. in that or is it still the same yeah, scenario? See,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. I see it. But if I were, I was in, in that, that position, I would not let, person, let this person go. I would probably tell this person, well, you know, the one, the God, Buddha has given you this beautiful life, and you still have, you know, your body and y- y- your soul is still together in this life. So, you know, I, pre- I think this, uh, I would try to uh, convince her to appreciate the life that she's been giving. And this, if there's five more years or 10 more years that's been given, and I would say there's a meaning for it. You know, when the life ends, our life ends, you know, the God, uh, the one would, would would let us go. So you don't have to hurry to, to end it on your own, but, you know, appreciate the life that you've been giving and try to find something that you can do, that you can be a little more help for the society while you're here, before you decide. You know, That's the kind of approach I would take, so I would not assist this person to to actually you know depart early right I would probably not yeah yeah I hear
0: you I, I'm not, you.
1: I, I mean I don't know if it's right or wrong thing to do to let <coughs> her go depending on the situation, but even how bad the situation is from my perspective, I would not let her go, but I would try to convince her to stay right. until the time is ready right.
0: Let me ask you yeah. about, uh, you know, we've, we've talked about this a little bit, and I mentioned the whole aspect of duality in this world. And so just for the sake of argument, I'm going to use the terminology. There are good and evil spirits, and we we mm-hmm. hear about uh, the, 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 the bad ones, the evil ones that tend to possess sure. people uh, sure. for, for mm-hmm. whatever reason, and I'm sure there is a reason, and we can talk about that as well. Mm-hmm. But are there good spirits, positive spirits that possess people? Or is that... We don't not... call it... Go ahead. Go we ahead. call it guide.
1: They guide us.
0: Okay, so it's possession by evil spirits, spirits and guidance by good. Right, right. Okay.
1: Because the good one will try to make the world better, of course, because that's what we all want to do as a good spirit. So... um yeah, they'll help us. That's all the inspiration that we get—the great inspiration and all the great progress and things like that. You know, creating a new car, a new phone—it's all inspiration. It's guided by the good spirits, I would say. Okay.
0: Now, mm-hmm. the bad, the evil spirits—if you will. Evil guide. Yeah, when they, they don't guide, they are there to cause mayhem and chaos and yep. destruction and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some people believe that there is a literal devil who mm-hmm. is sort of the leader of the band of evil Cheers. spirits. Is it um, boss.
1: Mafia Boss, in other words? Right?
0: Mafia yeah. Boss. A, there you go. I like that. I like that. Mafia Boss. Yeah. And uh, and and that's sorry really. Yeah,
1: not. you know, I'm sorry if <laughs> you listen to one mafia. Yeah,
0: we, yeah, this, yeah you, you're this, right. this, we have to you be have careful. To be, we don't want people now. following us. You're right. <laughs> yeah, we have
1: to be so Yeah, <laughs> but you, you, see, yeah. <laughs> but you see where I'm
0: going. You see where yeah, I'm I, going I'm,
1: with this. I'm just joking. You're and
0: going. and so, yeah. um, they don't ask permission. They just when someone gives them an opening, and we'll talk about that too. Yep. they come in now. What about right. the guides? Uh, do they ask permission? Are they external and are just kind of whispering in the ear? No, turn left instead of turning right. Uh, what what's the what's the dynamic there between the two? Oh, okay. So so the
1: yeah, I mean the the angels and all the good we call them guiding spirits and guiding spirits. They don't actually possess you, you know. They don't stick to you, your body, uh, your soul, and stay there with you, you know, be, because they don't need to. They they have their things to do, and they, their job is to guide people. So uh, yeah, they will whisper if they can, depending on the person's uh, receiver's ability. You know, if you are a medium, they'll be able to speak to you, say hi, yoichi, how's everything today, and i will be able to communicate. But if you don't have that ability, they'll They'll, they'll try to speak to you while you sleep, you know, in a dream. They probably come to you in a dream, and and they don't look. They probably look somebody that you know, like your mother, your father, your friend, your teacher. But and they'll try to speak to you. They give you guidance. Uh, sometimes when you're meditating, I I, I meditate. I get inspiration while I meditate. So I do my meditation and I do myself reflection. I do my prayer. So what
0: about <clears throat> this aspect of possession
1: mm-hmm. so possession is um, um it's evil spirits right so there are different levels of i think uh negative energies or evil illness uh sometimes they are just wandering around you know, not not knowing where they are like the the ones in the movie the few, a few few of them are like that and and others are the ones has a little bit more uh, intentionally trying to harm the people, so that becomes more towards a little bit more evil. You know what I mean? So it's it's a bit different uh, levels of evil spirits, I guess. And like we're talking about the devils, right? So devils probably are the ones who has like is it the ma- mafia boss we talked about. Yeah, the most strongest intention that he wants to or he she wants to go against the one, the god, the the universe and the Buddha. So all
0: right, well That's let me not... ask let me ask you this question in reference to the good versus the evil. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds like a strange question, but uh what's the end game for the evil spirits possessing people and causing all of this chaos? I,
1: what's the right, end right. game? Well um of course, all the evil spirits, were, were all, all, they were all good because, you know, the, guy, the God, the one, when they created us, they, he created us as all good, just like part of, part of God, right? But the, the ones who have evil mindset is the one who, through the incarnation, time period incarnation, they uh, accumulated the negativeness of the freedom of will like being jealousy, maybe the, this, somebody was jealousy to God, maybe he wanted to become stronger than him, or you know, um, they were maybe hurt and misled and all these negative things that happens. Um, hatred, that would accumulate in, in the soul. And even though in deep, deep inside is the light, but it's all covered up with all the negative energies so they think they are the real energy is negative. So what we need to do is to break through all these negative, bar, you know, things that they accumulated, and let them realize there's a light inside of them. That's when they they end the self reflection and they'll be able to see the light of God, and they'll be able to go back to heaven, right? So the end game might take. Thousands of years for one one soul to realize. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! I've been I forgot about this for thousand years, and I'm sorry, God. And God would say, "Okay, my child, finally, realize you little bad boy, <laughs> come back to me again." You know, that's the kind of if I really put it in 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 easiest way of saying it. Sometimes maybe this person will realize in like fifty years. You know, after you you finish your your life and. You weren't so good to the society, but you know, with the help with, from the you know, guiding spirits and angels, this person might realize, "Oh my God, I did something not so good for the society." With self reflect you know, go back to heaven again. So, it, depending on um, how deep or how heavy the negative energies they have accumulated,
0: but there's this. but there's always a choice whether they're good or evil, there is always a choice. They can choose to continue yeah. <laughs> as they are, or they can choose to go right. a different direction.
1: Right. But, you know, if you know how, it's, how great to be good, good person and how great to be, you know, how 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 much love there is when you give love, how much return that you're going to get, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? It's so so great to be a good person. But some people are not like that in this world. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: the people who are not like that, for them to realize how great it is to be the part of life, it's so difficult because they don't know. You know what I mean? So it's a choice that they can make. But again, it's a choice they cannot choose unless they realize it. But once they realize it, they're going to choose it. So it's very difficult for them to realize, you know, how, wh- how wonderful it is to become a good person uh, in life. Mm-hmm. But, again, that's a choice that they're making. So Exactly.
0: Yeah. And, of course, in this life, obviously, uh, as we live, we always have choices. We can always change. Uh, yes. But, unfortunately, in our world and in our society, mm-hmm. it turns out that... Um, People who observe these individuals changing do not allow them to change. What an I, and what I mean by that is this person, let's just say this person's just been a real narcissist or an evil person or uh, has always been playing practical jokes and on and on and on that have been harmful and so on and so forth. And then all of a sudden, they sort of see the error of their ways, and then they start changing. But the people who have known them during that earlier phase, Mm -hmm. a lot of times they don't want to give them a chance to change. They don't know they can change. And in some instances, sometimes they'll go back to the way they were. Um, What does it take for someone who... Is genuinely wanting to change, but not getting the support that they need uh, to maintain that new leaf that they've turned over.
1: Okay, sure, well, great answer is come to happy science. But I guess there you go. There you go. I was joking about that. Uh, I I think you you the person like that need somebody who can support and 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 lead and guide you know because sometimes making a big change in your life could be difficult and well you cannot do it on your own if you have to be such a strong person in order for you to become you know the change so because again like you just said people have the stereotype eyes and they will look at you once and you think oh this person is this kind of person and they'll stick to that image of the person for the rest of their life. Unless they see the real change and realize, oh my God, you know, that, that person changes so much and I think I gonna change my perspective, then the person will change it. But that's you know, that's kind of difficult to do. So I think in person if you really want to change, I think you need somebody who understands you that you want to change and you're willing to change and accept the change and always be able to talk to him or her, give the guidance, you know, have the guidance. So if you're stuck to something, you can always go back to. I think we need that kind of support. It's so difficult to just be on the lawn,
0: I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does happy science provide, because this is obviously, it's, it's a global philosophy, if you will. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't, how many, is there a record of roughly how many, um, I don't know whether to call them practitioners, members, Mm -hmm. adherents, devotees, but uh, roughly, uh, uh, globally, how many uh, people are um, uh, a part of the happy science movement, shall we say?
1: Oh, I see. I shouldn't know the real number. Uh, It's huge in Japan. I'm sure there's like tens and thousands of people there. Uh, globally, uh, like in US, it's the numbers are small. Okay, it's not that big. Uh, we have ten locations in, in United States, and one location probably have like hundred or two hundred people actually being involved. And there's a lot of members. You go, you call them members, but uh, sometimes they don't really practice it. Or, so that there are like thousands of them, but the real mm-hmm. like person who really realizes this is a great teaching and want to you know study the teaching. Is probably not as many. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of book fans. You know, book fans. They like they love to read Rihoka's books. Mm-hmm. If you, in Japan, his books are everywhere in the bookstore. So I'm sure there's a lot of people reading, but not like hesitant to to go another step forward. Yeah, you know,
0: to, yeah. To so research
1: quite, Yeah,
0: yeah. They're not quite ready to do that, are they?
1: Right, right. But they love reading it and yeah. talk about it. So,
0: and isn't that sort of the first step, in one sense, that if someone picks up the book, one of the books of Rohu Okawa, and, a- and reads it, and reads it, okay, they're taking in that information. Right. And over time, it sort of takes seed. You know, you've planted mm-hmm. the seed. Now yeah. it's it's taken root. And it starts to germinate and grow, mm-hmm. and um, at least the mind is now starting to connect the, this this these pieces together mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. their true nature. Would you say that that's part of it too? is that as you say yeah. we all we all have that light, so there's right. that nature within us, and mm-hmm. it, it, once it starts to resonate, then mm-hmm. we we, we yeah okay i remember reading about that there right
1: and, right, right and that kind right. of thing
0: mm-hmm. oh, if you go to this
1: this movie just watch the movie you probably enjoy it because it's it's a good movie right it's it's heartwarming and you enjoy it you finish it and you just remember oh i heard that you know debbie-san talking on richard's thing uh, in, in podcast and they might just remember that but just don't pick up the book That that's fine just right even know 10 years from now, this person might pick
0: up a book. And... Now, the movie is in Japanese, is that correct?
1: Uh, we have both, uh, that version and the subtitle version.
0: Okay, uh, yeah. so you do you do have an in uh, you have English subtitles, but do yes. you have a version that has the English dubbed in?
1: Right, yes, we have both, both uh, yeah, of it, yeah, that, that
0: version, yeah. The last mm-hmm. movie that we talked about which i i really tried to watch i really did but the subtitles i i have trouble with subtitles i'm always having to pause it because sometimes they're not left up on the screen long enough for me to read. they're fine for everybody else which is good that's good uh but no i would love to be able to see the english overdub uh versions Mm -hmm. uh because they're they're you know i think they're important for people to see and acknowledge that these things do exist Uh, Mm -hmm. and that the real exorcist, uh, is, you know, I think it's a film that people need to see and the real exorcist movie.com is the website that you want to go to. And, um, we are, are really excited about the fact that we're able to, uh, to bring this to you as far as uh, a conversation. We hope that you'll go to Mm -hmm. those websites and we also hope that, uh, maybe you'll touch base with, uh, Yoishi, uh, y- Yutabi, and we will mm-hmm. uh, hopefully you can connect with him or the folks at Happy Science get more information. Go to happyScience.com. Uh, Yuishi, I want to thank you so much for joining us on the mm-hmm. program. It's been a real pleasure. Right. I always love talking with you and, and finding out new things uh, from different uh-huh. perspectives.
1: I, I enjoy talking to you because you have a very wide understanding of the different thinking so you accept you know, who we are as a person and that's very rare so I, I always enjoy speaking to you as well.
0: Well I thank you for that and it's, okay. uh, it's, it's I'm hoping, I, I, is there another <laughs> it doesn't seem like it was that long ago that we talked about the previous movie um, mm-hmm. is there another movie in the works?
1: Oh yeah it's coming up in, in October there's another one and there's another one in May every two movies per year we're going to be pushing out
0: Okay. So we've
1: always been doing at least one year, but we have we, one per year, but we haven't been doing it to the world, to the US market. So we will be coming out with
0: more movies. To and, an and can you give us the title of the one coming out in October? It's called Twice Born. Say that one more time?
1: Uh, twice, twice Born. Twice, twice born. born.
0: I like that. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> it's well, a biogra-
1: I- biographical movie of Riho Oko. It's something oh, wonderful for a hero, but uh, you get to learn how, what kind of person he really
0: is. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that'll be wonderful. Well, mm-hmm. then we'll get together in October and we'll talk about that film. Definitely. Looking forward for that. All right. <laughs> Very good. And I thank you again. And uh, I encourage you folks to go to uh, happyscience.com or the therealexorcistmovie.com mm-hmm. to find out more yeah. about the film. And uh, we uh, thank our guest for joining us here on the program. And we thank you for listening to tell me your story new paradigms for a new world we are giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true and until our next broadcast podcast love talal